Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Men of Israel, hear the words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. This Jesus, delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. That's Acts chapter 2, verses 22 through 24. I am reading in the English Standard Version. And here's what I'm getting from this, Andrew. I noticed two things. One, God delivered Jesus up. It was his plan. It was his foreknowledge. He knew it was going to happen, and it's what he wanted to happen. But interestingly, Peter's response to these the Jews that he's preaching to right now is not, hey, guys, don't worry about it. No biggie for you. You just got done what God wanted to get done. You know, that's kind of like what Joseph said to his brothers. Hey, I, you, you meant ill, but God meant it for good. And he al- it almost in that passage seems like, hey, guys, don't worry about it too much. This was just accomplishing God's plan. Peter, though, he says, this was God's plan, but you guys killed the Messiah. And so even though it was God's plan and it was what God was wanting for his plan to work out and he knew they were going to do it, they were still responsible for the fact that they had crucified the Messiah, even though they tried to use the cat's paw of the lawless men, the Gentiles. I'll tell you that there is a lot to unpack here. Uh, Some big concepts that really invite us to think about spiritual things and godly things um, as we go through this text. Uh, One of the things that that jumps out to me, as you mentioned, is not just uh, that uh, Jesus is crucified and there is this personal responsibility, uh, that that they cannot refuse. Okay, he lays it on them as as you read and and as you pointed out, but he begins with God. He begins with God had a plan, and part of this plan was that the Lord Jesus Christ should be crucified. That he should suffer the pains of death, and um, right there, I think that's a head scratcher for some people. Why is it that God needs Jesus to die? That this is his plan, right? Oh, you're this going is there. action. You're, you're going there. That's okay. <laughs> yes. Um, 15 minutes. Our okay. devotions last 15 minutes. <laughs> I think that's such a great question. And, and people, I, people scratch their head about it. Honestly, it's this. It's maybe the second part of this. Okay, I've done something wrong here. I'm responsible for this, so I need to fix it. Uh, and I think a lot of people will track with that. That is not actually the message of Christianity. You've done something wrong. You're, you know, culpable. You're responsible. And we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. Actually, you can't work this off. Actually, you can't make this right. You need a savior. This is a very unique message. Mm-hmm. Very unique message in the world. So I read something recently. I'm doing some study in the book of Ephesians right now, and I was reading through some commentaries and articles about it, and one person made a really interesting comment. He said there's there's like a lot of folks have this idea that Jesus is this um, innocent, non-interested third party mm. who kind of gets pulled over, and I tell you what I'm going to do, Andrew, you deserve to get beat, but instead I'm just going to beat this guy. And when I beat this guy, you'll get to go. Mm-hmm. And that is not what is happening here. Now, granted, we're going to step into another deep topic, mm-hmm. but Father, Son, and Spirit, mm-hmm. three, one, uh, three persons of the one God, mm-hmm. when, when the Son 
comes into the world, this is not non-interested third party being dragged into a dispute between two other parties. This is God, the one God, coming into the world in the person of God the Son, dying for us. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, the existence of God is beyond our understanding. It's like a a million dimensions beyond what we can grasp. So so the idea of Father, Son, and Spirit, I know there's all kinds of questions that we can't answer there. But what we have is not non-interested third party coming in and getting punished on our behalf. It is God himself in the person of God the Son, coming to the world, living as one of us, and dying our death in our place so that we don't have to. What a powerful thing. It's, it's him taking the punishment. It's him taking it on himself. And one of the questions I often think in my head is, why, why did God set it up that this is the only thing that would forgive us. A lot of people ask the question, why did God set up a world where folks would, would sin and be lost? I, what I don't understand is why would God set up a world where the only way we could be saved is by this kind of sacrifice that he went through? And my answer to that is, is that to God, it was worth it. Mm. To God, it was worth it. Our mm-hmm. salvation was worth that sacrifice to him. He could have set up a plan to be anything, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll set up the plan. I'll sacrifice myself. Well, we're using this word plan. I think it's the right word to use. Uh, It probably leads us to think in that kind of terminology when we read how that this was, um, uh, the New King James says is a little bit different, but I talk about a determined purpose and a foreknowledge of God. It reminds us that this didn't happen in a vacuum. It wasn't way out of left field that Jesus comes on the scene and there's a cross. And and now we're going to try to explain to you what all that meant. But long before uh, Jesus comes in the flesh, there is this entire uh, what we call Old Testament, but this body of Scripture, uh, which is revealing the will of God through Moses, a priesthood, a sacrificial system with these uh, animals that were uh, sacrificed yearly for atonement. This had all been set up and foreshadowed that there was a way that was going to be made for forgiveness of sins, not that you will die for your sins, those sins demand that, but that there can be a substitute. There can be a lamb, right? And and Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of that. Um, And so, you know, Again, these are not simple questions. They don't have simple answers. But sometimes the question is asked, why is God so mean to Jesus? And, and, and again, it's like, I think you're talking about a caricature of God. This thing had been planned, and that plan had been shared for centuries uh, before the prophecies were fulfilled and Jesus is born and these things come to pass that now Peter is explaining. And when they crucified Jesus... I know the people who crucified him did not believe they were crucifying their Messiah at the time. They they learned that here in Peter's sermon. They did not believe they were trying to attack God. They thought they were doing God's will. I, I think that's really what they believed. But the ultimate enemy that's behind them, Satan, I think, hey, I don't know what's going on here. This guy's got to get taken out. Mm. I don't think Satan understood what God's ultimate plan was. And so I think about Psalm 2, because mm. I think Psalm 2 is fulfilled in a great deal of this. In Psalm 2, it says, Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sins in the heavens, lo- excuse me, 
He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. What his point is, is that you can have all the forces of, of the earth, of the heavens, evil, wicked, whatever, fighting against God, fighting against his, against his plan, and the best they can accomplish is getting God's plan done. Mm-hmm. And so he sits back and he laughs. And that's he, this is what Peter is pointing out. You killed the Messiah. You crucified him. But really all you accomplished was the very plan that God wanted, which is now going to produce salvation. Of course, with this message of the crucifixion of the Messiah... It was to fulfill the plan of God and to please God. And yet the glory of God is not finished here with this death upon the cross because Peter goes on to declare whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. That the good news is ultimately resurrection. And that's part of God's plan too. That's something else foreshadowed and and prophesied. And that's why the death was part of the plan. You can't have a resurrection without the death. That's right. So the resurrection is the plan. And that that is the key. And we're going to see that. I I know, Andrew, you and I, as we're reading through Acts here over the next several weeks, we're going to see this issue of resurrection again and again and again and again. It is a big deal. Well, it is the deal. It is the deal. It is is the thing. And I I think it's interesting. I'm I'm going to throw this out now. We're, We're just starting in the book of Acts. As Christians... We tend to focus on the death of Jesus. Acts focuses on the resurrection of Jesus. In the book of Luke, in the book of Acts, what Luke was focused on was Jesus rose from the dead. It's very interesting. We actually do not have, some in Luke and Acts, some very um, big focus on Jesus died for your sins. What we have is Jesus rose from the grave and is therefore king. Now, the Bible teaches Jesus died for your sins. We can go to 1 Corinthians 15. We have that in in Romans and Galatians. That's all over the Bible. So I'm not saying that's not important. I just think it's fascinating that in Acts, what's the big deal? This is part of the plan because Jesus had to be raised from the dead. When he was raised from the dead, what do we know about him? He is the king. He is the son of God. He is exactly who he claimed to be. And so when you killed him, Mm -hmm. All you did was play into God's hand because now it's demonstrated he is the king. He's the king. It's amazing to look at God's plans. And uh, maybe, you know, we scratch our heads a little bit and we think about, okay, so where am I going to fit into God's plan today? You know? You know, what I do is I live with Jesus as my king. That's how I fit in God's plans today. So let's, let's do that today. Let's wrap up with a prayer. Amen. Let's do that. God and Father, thank you so much. It, it pains me, it pains me to know that for me to be saved, that you in the person of God the Son, Jesus the incarnate word, had to come into this world, live as one of us, be mocked, be ridiculed, um, and then die on the cross. And so, uh, as hard as it is for me to understand so many things, I know this, that your son is the sacrifice And then he arose and is the king. Help me today live as a servant of the king. Help Andrew today to live as a servant of the king. Help everyone who is listening to this today live as a servant of the king. Died, buried, resurrected. All the plans of the enemy went against it, and yet all that was accomplished was your plan. Thank you for your plan. 
Father, we love you so very, very much. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day.